How's it going, everybody? This is Chris. This is episode 207 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. Uh, this one, I want to give you my thoughts on the the uh, the ruling against Trump, the $450 million basically fine he's being told that he has to pay. Uh, it's like 350 million plus like a hundred million in interest or something. It's, it's insane. And it's, and, and I, I just want to talk about how this is really very indicative of how, of, of how communists operate. And, you know, if there was, if there was a, a better example of how the Democrat party is now the communist party, I, I can't think of it. I can't think of one. I mean, this is really key because, look, it's not only is it punishment. I mean, they're trying to just punish him and they're trying to intimidate him and 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 intimidate everybody who is their enemy. They're trying to intimidate their political opponents, uh, trying to make sure that nobody in their right mind would dare to stand up to the Democrat. You would never run for if you have any wealth, you wouldn't run for office as a Republican. What are you crazy? They'll ruin you. They'll destroy you. But but uh, there's another aspect of this, and that is money. They're they're in it for the money. You know, communists are are non-productive. Like I always say, they're not productive people, and so they need money. You know, they they stifle the generation of wealth, they, the creation of wealth, and they squander wealth. They spend money like it go like it's going out of style. I mean, this is what communist regimes always do. And and you can look at a state like New York or a state like California, and you can see how they are squandering the wealth that they're productive class, the, the working class. And I, I, I emphasize that. You know, I, I want to so, I want us to so emphasize that. The, the working class is the productive class. And the political class is the non-productive class. And it, you know, and we are, we are living, this is what I've been talking about forever now, that you know we are living in a country where the non-productive class rules over has so much more power than the productive class and that's what we as as maga that should be the maga message you know we want to flip the tables on these people we want to to change america into a country where the productive class has the power and the non-productive the people who don't do anything the politicians and the bureaucrats where they have less power and and they have to go out into the real world and get productive jobs like real jobs that is and but see this is what communists do they confiscate wealth so you know they when you have a non-productive class of, of politicians, really just awful people, and it, they 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 get their power 
by doling out money. You know, this is how the this is why I did an episode about this, you know, the business, the Democrat Party business model. You know, this is what they do. And this is what this is why they're bringing in all these illegal immigrants, because they're trying to get them hooked on welfare so they can just give them money in exchange for their votes. They vote for me and I will steal that guy's money over there and give it to you. So and then once they've got enough people voting for them, then they will just keep stealing from the productive class. And so the productive class, the people who do the work, have to have to rise up and and say, no, we're not going to get you know what? We're not going to give you our money anymore. We're not we're, we're going to stop this. You know, look at the if you look at a, like the Soviet Union, you know, look at the Chinese, look at China, look at the Chinese Communist Party. Do you think the Chinese communists actually like go to work? You think they do any work? Do you think they grow any food or drive trucks or build houses or build cars or fix toilets or fix anything or program computers? They don't do anything. You know, same with the, the, the bureaucrats that ran the Soviet Union. You know, they don't do anything. Look at Fidel Castro. Did Fidel Castro do anything? None of these people do anything. Look at, you know, Gov- Governor Kathy Hochul of New York. What has she ever done? Has she ever, like, had a real job? Look at her. I just looked at her Wikipedia entry, and she basically went to college, got a, you know, uh, she was a political science major in college, you know, and I I know how much, how total bullshit poli-sci major is, because I was a poli-sci major in college, (laughs) and it's bullshit. It's total just bullshit. And, um, and then she's a, she got a law degree. So she's a lawyer, which is more bullshit. And, and then she like went straight into politics. Basically she was a lawyer for a little bit and then went, went right into politics. And, you know, so she's, she's never really had a job, like an actual job. Look at Barack Obama, look at Joe Biden. None of these people have ever had jobs where they produce any good or service. So, and this is, you know, I mean, so we have this, this, this lawfare that the, that the Democrats are now, these communists are now waging. And, and one of the goals is, is to take money from the productive class, from people like Trump, as much as you might hate Trump and he's annoying and whatever, he's obnoxious, but he's productive. He actually built things. He built hotels and golf courses and and uh casinos you know he built stuff and you know that's that's production like like adam smith said in the wealth of nations you know the and it's it's really the 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 title of the book is really an inquiry into the nature and causes of the wealth of nations and you know an inquiry an inquiry into the to the nature and causes of the well of the wealth of nations so what is the wealth of a nation the wealth of a nation is its production, the things it produces, its productive capacity. And the the entire political class is non-productive. And I mean, look what they're doing. Look what they did to Julie, Rudy Giuliani. They find him like 150 million. Uh, they find Roger Stone, $2 million. You know, they've got all this. And this is what, but, and, and if you go back and look at the history of communism, you see that, look, look at um, Lenin. Okay, Lenin 
had his decree on land, which was basically the after the Russian Revolution, the Bolshevik Revolution, all land was confiscated from anybody. So if you owned land, the communists just took it. They just took it without compensation. They said, yep, that's ours now. We own that now. That's what communists do. And then, of course, you know, and then, of course, like the, the Soviet Union uh, later on, uh, Stalin had his war against the kulaks, right? You know, so which were basically the wealthier peasants that were people who owned land. You know, if there was anybody left who owned any land, people who owned livestock, uh, who had farms, you know, there was no private property allowed in the Soviet Union. So, so, but, you know, and, and I think this is one of the big myths, of course, of, of communism, of socialism and communism, where you, um, and, you know, Ayn Rand talked about this, about the difference between communism and socialism. Communism seeks to enslave people by force, and socialism seeks to enslave people by vote. It's, it's the difference between murder and suicide. So it's the choice between murder and suicide. So, but yeah, you have, um, you have uh, the, the war against the kulaks. You know, millions of kulaks were murdered uh, by the Soviet Union. And, uh, and so anybody who was, anybody, this is what communists do. And Castro did it. You know, Ca- Castro confiscated Mao. Mao had his land reform movement, which was basically the same thing as the decree on land, where about about five million landlords were murdered and their land was seized for redistribution. So this is what communists do. They seize wealth because they they disincentivize the generation, the creation of new wealth. And the, this is what happened to, you know, look at Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. He confiscated all kinds of, of um all kinds of uh, industries and assets. And and one of the tricks he used, and this is, he's not the only one who's ever done this. One of the tricks was he would, he would say, well, I'll pay you, I'll pay you for them, but I'll pay you in bolivars. And so he would just print up a bunch of, you know, useless bolivars and say, oh, yeah, we're going to pay you in these bolivars. But they had this horrible inflation and it was, it was like the Bolivar, people wanted U.S. dollars, you know, which obviously the dollar with all of its problems is still better than than a Bolivar under, you know, a Venezuelan Bolivar. But, uh, but you know, he offered, oh, yeah, well, we're going to pay. We'll pay. We're not stealing your assets. We're going to pay you, but we're going to pay you in Bolivars. And it's like, okay, so you try to, then you try to, you know, by the time you get the Bolivars and you convert them into dollars, they've lost half their value because, inflation's raging. So, you know, this is what communists do. They, they, and, and, you know, America is very slowly, very surely, not really slowly anymore, turning into a communist country. And, and you see it really clearly in, in places like California and New York. Those are the starkest examples now where you see, like, for example, California has the wealth exit tax, Right. You can't. So if you're a rich guy, they're trying to stop because everybody's leaving California. Anybody who has wealth is leaving California because 
why would you stay in California? Because co- everybody has to understand that communists, ultimately their goal is to steal every bit of your wealth. doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter if you're you know, a middle-class guy who owns, you know, you own a, a small, you own your own house or you own your own small business. Eventually, the communists will come and take it. And you, you've got to understand this. The American people need to understand this. This is where we're going. We are going, we are turning into a communist country. And these people in New York and California and Georgia and these, 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 Democrats everywhere, everywhere, you know, Democrats are communists, all of them, all of them. And I don't care if people say, oh, I'm not really a communist. Yes, yes, you are, because you're voting for communists. You know, I don't care if you're not, if you don't consider yourself a communist. If you are voting for communists, then you are, that's the same thing as you being a communist. And so everybody, and this is what Kevin O'Leary was talking about about New York, about the Trump decision, that uh, people are going, are realizing that, you know, who's next? You know, why would you go to New York and why would you build a building in New York when you know that eventually the communists are just going to take it? They're just going to label you an evil, greedy, capitalist oppressor, and they're going to take everything from you. And it, you know, this is what, once they have the the masses, the, these all these poor people on their, basically on their payroll, and that's what the, that's what the open border is about. Once they have millions and millions of people voting to take your wealth, then they are going to take your wealth. And that's it. And it doesn't matter. And this is what I'm talking about, about, about 401ks. If you have a 401k, if you have an IRA. If you have a savings account, if you have a house, if you have a business, if you own land, it doesn't matter. The Democrats, the communists are going to take it all eventually. You know, maybe not in the next year or two years, but definitely in the next five years or 10 years. Certainly in, I mean, I I, I don't think this I think we go full communism. If we don't defeat Joe Biden this year, then I think that's pretty much it. We're, we're, we will be a fully communist country within 10 years. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And uh, I mean, or I mean, you know, obviously there could be a, a major civil war because I think that a lot of there are a lot of people who will fight and kill to stop the communists. You know, I mean, that's what we're going to have to do eventually. I mean, if we don't stop them at the ballot box, then, you know, you've got to stop them with the, the cartridge box. And uh, that's it. That's, those are the only choices, really. So we have to stop the communists. Democrats are communists. And you ha- we have to stop them. And, and I think it's, it's really important for people to, real, to wake up and realize this. This is serious. And, you know, Naib Bukele at CPAC just gave a great speech kind of about this. And, you know, we are the boiling frog. We are the frogs in the hot water. The water's getting hotter. And it's not boiling yet, but it is close. And, 
if, you know, it, it may be too late. By the time the water's boiling, it's going to be very hard for us to get, get out. It's very hard to get away, get out of communism. Once you're in it, uh, it's very hard to get out of it. And, you know, it may take 50 years. It may take 70 years. It took the Soviet Union 70 years. It took the people of the Soviet Union 70 years of murder and and torture and imprisonment and starvation and misery and poverty to escape communism. And... It may take us even longer. It may take America even longer because of the technology, you know, the, the control technology that the government, the communists in Washington have now. You know, they have tremendous the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, uh, the, the U.S. military. These they're all once they're all run by communists, then all of that power, all of that technology gets employed to enslave the people and it's going to be very hard to to escape so um you know so and this is what we're, we're this is what we're finding out you know we're finding out um states like um you know states like california and, and new york are really just they're they're where the this this rise of communism is most apparent but it's really everywhere, everywhere Democrats are in charge. And because the Democrats control all of Washington, all of the federal government, they are uh, imposing this level of communism, this, this centralized control, and ultimately wealth destruction, wealth confiscation and wealth destruction at a federal level. They're, they're, it's, they're applying it at a federal level. And it's going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. So, and and just we gotta, you know, you gotta wake up. You gotta wake your friends up. You have to wake your neighbors up. Your your fellow Americans, your fellow your your uh, your friends, your coworkers, everybody you know. You have to be the force multiplier, like like Steve Bannon talks about. You know, you gotta be a force multiplier. You have to talk about this stuff with people. Because you have to make them understand how serious this is. Because, like I always say, most people are busy. Most people aren't really paying attention. They're they're frogs in, in the in the water, getting and the water is getting hotter. And we've got to we have to wake them up and get them to jump out of that water before it boils. Because we're in it with them. So, all right, that is it. That is episode two hundred and seven. So if you like this podcast, please give me some good ratings and let me know what you think. Uh, you can get me you can get me on Podbean. You can get me on on uh, Twitter or well, X as uh, at Libertarian Rep 3 on X. You can find me at Chris Farrow on all the other social media platforms. And uh, I will see you on the next one. All right. Good luck to us all. Bye bye.